In this edition of Raised on Rhythm, I talk with John and Russ of Seattle band Astor House. Together, we discuss their journey in music and life during COVID. The track you're hearing is called Massive Soul Overhaul, and it's from their latest release, Soul vs. Skin, out now on Spotify and Bandcamp. I'm Nate Lewis, and this is Raised on Rhythm. I'm here with a band who need no introduction to many of you. They've been making music together for years. They've been shouted out on this podcast by basically everyone I've talked to. This band is Astor House. And since we have multiple members, let's introduce everyone. Well, <laughs> I am John and I, uh, I sing and play drums and sometimes guitar for the band uh i'm russ i'm the lead tap dancer and occasionally i'll play the guitar and piano julio is out but uh julio plays the bass well not out <laughs> out he's yeah. just not here Actually, right this would be the best uh yeah, he's medium just, yeah. to fire somebody over right Julio, if you're listening, you are so done. Yeah, and here's here's our new bass player. That's there actually our manager. <laughs> <laughs> Fear's a powerful thing. I think that's oh, why man. people so, are talking about us on your <laughs> podcast. <laughs> so it sounds like y'all have been surviving the last nine months. Okay. <laughs> what do you think? I I mean, we're we're in clothes right now. That's probably the the best we've done in a while, you know. <laughs> yeah i mean yeah, i think yeah. i think we're surviving I'm, I'm no worse than i was you know 10 months ago but just 10 months ago i wasn't that great either so <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean you know we're, we're we're getting by um we're we're smiling a lot but underneath the smile is is a dark cloud of uh, <laughs> fear and glo- no i mean we're 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 lucky we're um yeah. we live together so we can uh share income which is awesome. But uh, yeah, luckily we're still both uh, working, which is fantastic. So we're, we're counting our lucky stars in that regard. I mean, not for nothing, but it's like with musicians and this stuff. Yeah. It's like not knowing the future, having everything you do up in the air. It's like, welcome to day to day life for band members. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, literally the, the first thought I have when I open my eyes in the morning is no way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still here <laughs> or, you know what? Yeah. It's, we, we certainly miss, uh, playing shows. I mean, it's, it's been, um, a big adjustment, you know, cause it was something that we did so often and we kind of, not that we took it for granted, but I mean, I guess kind of in a way we, we started to, um, because our, our shows were, were becoming more and more consistent. And, uh, when that big part of your life is taken away, you're kind of, you know, you're left to kind of reassess yeah. your weekend plans. <laughs> well, even, you know, I mean, when you think about like a year ago, who really thought that what we're, what's going on right now was even a slight possibility, right. you know, I mean, for even this long, mm-hmm. you know, I remember yeah. hearing about the virus just briefly a little bit. I mean, not probably not even a year ago and I'm just going, Oh, that's interesting. And now it's, <laughs> right now it's just the thing that's life now right you know it's very weird to say the least <laughs> yeah that went from zero to 60 over like february and march pretty quick for everybody in the music scene i think you know mm-hmm. yeah well i remember uh one of the last shows we did was like right right before everything closed down it was like either a week before or two weeks before yeah it was so it was definitely 
you know, I think we were lucky to be able to play. You yeah, know. It, it was it was an interesting show because um, everybody was kind of speaking about it. There was, you know, murmurs about the, the virus throughout the club. And it did kind of have this weird kind of pre-apocalyptic vibe where everyone was leaving and we kind of all said, see you later, question mark, dot, 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 dot. So it, it was a very odd evening, you know. Um, fun. But fun, odd. but odd. <laughs> Which goes uh, hand in hand with yeah. the two of us. So. <laughs> Where's our manager? Oh, hold on. Wait, do you want our, our manager or our tour manager? Because uh, get, here's, get here's, our tour manager. Here's the oh. tour manager. But no, let me get the manager. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, get the manager. You put him face down. That's rude. I'm sorry. Here we go. Here's the manager. But I don't know. <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. Should I just do this? I'll just have him sitting here the rest of the thing. It's like Julio's here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. For those of you just joining us, we got through the mother of all technical fucks just now. Like, <laughs> I'll just say, like, Riverside.fm, get your shit together, dude. Yeah. I don't know. What, yeah. I'm going to Karen out on him so hard tomorrow morning, man. Like, <laughs> Oh God! Just straight. Care. Oh my God! Yeah, th- there was some like paranormal technological shit going on. This is the beauty of being a musician. You just have to learn how to roll with that stuff, man. Because it's like the the guitar amp never breaks when you're practicing. Only when you're like right on stage. Right. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Totally. There was totally. about a year of that happening for me. A full year, like 2019. It was probably my amp saying, "You don't know what's coming. 2020. You won't even need an amp anymore." Right. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's like you know that feeling before you have like a panic attack and you're like you're you're like you feel like you're saving it all for the moment right before you go on stage you're like I could have had this you know when I was driving to work I could have had this but no it's right before I'm supposed to face a bunch of people it's I wish I could ch- I wish I could choose like you know the the time to have a breakdown but you can't no. that's the thing about breakdowns there no. you you have to just roll with the breakdown <laughs> and and it's so beautiful because it's like I start this whole thing with my usual intro and all of a sudden after the technical shit the conversation just got out a hell of a lot more fucking real right now <laughs> <laughs> it's like fuck it We've just been through yeah. hell. So, <laughs> so <laughs> I wish that you had like a colostomy bag for your tears that you could just like, and, <laughs> and you just let them drain. But no, you can't control that either. Am I crying? Am I cr- shit? I'm crying hard right now. Apparently, <laughs> man, it's like if you don't you, if you don't laugh, you just cry with this stuff. Sometimes, yeah. man, it's like as musicians, it's like that's all we can do. Sometimes, man, it's like yeah. one thing even pre-pandemic and pre all this stuff. It's just like that's what you learn playing in bands yeah. and doing shows and all this shit. It's just like you, oh, you just gotta roll with it, man. <laughs> oh, oh, totally. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like there. Are some shows when it feels like all is well then there's like some shows where you feel like you're riding a unicycle juggling knives you know yeah. what i mean it's yeah, like yeah. i don't know what causes that but it just that's the way it goes sometimes you know oh yeah <laughs> yeah it's it's like if you 
you know, if you come into this stuff with like a big plan or something like that, it's like, I hope you've either rehearsed like a thousand times or you're just ready for everything to go wrong in that plan. Oh, totally. <laughs> yeah. We, we used to get so into rehearsing and, and try to get everything perfect, but it's almost yeah. like that kind of builds a case of it all going wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, So yeah. even after a yeah. while, we invented these things, we'd call them hell jams, where we would create the worst possible situation where we'd shut off the lights, yep. we Whoa. would blindfold ourselves, and John would put on like three jackets yeah, while he's playing. Yeah, I'd put on a bunch of jackets. Yeah. yeah, and it was horrifying, but it was really, it was fun, and I think it's actually really prepared us for the worst, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. We, we like detuned all the guitars like before <laughs> okay. we'd go in, like, because yeah. Literally, like for a couple years when we were just starting out, it was like every show was the worst show in the history of the world. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And then so we're like, and fast forward five years later, and nothing's changed. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, so it was like, well, we might as well practice. Uh, you know, having everything go completely ass backwards. <laughs> and then all of a sudden when a show was just going semi wrong, we were like, this is this great. Is great. Yeah. <laughs> so everything we've ever done has gone terribly wrong, but we just don't know. We don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's 2020. And we're just like, Hey, party time. <laughs> we are so ready for this shit. Yeah. This is just a life hell jam. Really? <laughs> <laughs> this is nothing. <laughs> oh, 2020 is a hell jam. <laughs> Oh, man. But, you know, I got to say, like, when I saw, like, you all in live streams, too, and that's one thing I loved. Like, when I saw you guys do, like, the Black Lab um, gallery stream, like, the other week, and it just felt like so many bands I've seen kind of struggle with the live stream format for that reason, because it's just, Mm -hmm. there's nothing you can fall back on, no crowd energy, nothing like that, and almost assuredly, there's going to be some kind of technical problem, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that happens yeah. during the show but when yeah. i saw you at black Lives, it's like y'all were just rocking the fuck out and it's like it didn't know that that had any bearing but i think that's kind of a testament to how you as a band just sort of like pour all your emotion out on stage like it feels like it oh. comes from a very real place when i watch astro house you. in that way yeah. well, thank you very thank much you. yeah i mean it's just yeah, yeah. I, actually, I've got nothing to add to that, but thank yeah. you. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, th- thank you. You know, it's, it's, um, it's, I mean, this sounds really stupid, but it's just so much fun. And, you know, every time we go on stage, I mean, it, it really is, it's, it's a blessing, you know, um, to be able to be allowed to actually play really loud noise in a quiet room mm-hmm. you know and and the fact that somebody is allowing that to happen is just amazing so every opportunity we get to play anywhere we're extremely grateful and you know it kind of all goes back to you know us being really young and me and him you know playing for our parents and we would you know fill the room with smoke and have my dad hold a flashlight and you know <laughs> he was three sheets to the wind so he didn't really get the spotlight right so but um no, so I mean, it's it's been a, a blessing that we've been um, asked to play some of these live streams. Yeah, so. and I also think too, one of the fun things about the live streams is, you know, we love playing to an audience, but with a lack of an audience, it actually kind of gives us more of a chance to kind of explore and do things that, man, when you had that drink of water right in the mic, that was just, <laughs> can you do it again? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yuck, Jesus. <laughs> Oh my God! You want to hear it again? Yes, I do. <laughs> do it louder. Oh man! <laughs> Ew! 
I'm going to have nightmares about that. Oh, I was just bummed out because now it's on film. Yeah, now it's on film. I was like, hey, if there's no context, it's just going to sound like mid-interview. I was like, you know what? I really... I've had yeah, to pee for yeah. five minutes. I'm taking care. Of we're gonna have to change John's uh, diaper and his. Uh, not what's the equivalent of the colostomy bag, but for pee, catheter. Oh, uh, catheter. Catheter. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We got to change was, that too. That was my tear catheter going off. <laughs> Man, what phase of 2020 are you in right now? <laughs> we're in 2022, and it's gonna get weirder. <laughs> <laughs> You could be in like a coffee commercial, really. You're trying not to make a sound when you put the mug down. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the feng shui the mug should be. If we put it next to the manager or by the dead rat over there, I don't know. Yeah, <sighs> man. You know. <sighs> yeah. Oh yeah, was I? I was. I felt like I was saying something. Oh, I don't know. Probably something stupid. I did or- want to ask you guys because as a, at a point it was like. I remember reading something about you all were even trying to put together your own live stream. <laughs> trying to think. Oh, was, Christ. Were we doing that? <laughs> I'm this sure this we, could be anything. I'm I don't sure know. we did. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, wait. Would that have been years ago with the uh, well, line No, this in? was like maybe like six months ago when I saw it. I, it was like on Facebook. I think you posted, oh. but I'm not sure what happened with it. Yeah, hmm. you know, you know, Julio, um, who's not here, unfortunately, but he is kind of involved in in a lot of like the, the Discord side of things, and I I don't know a thing about Discord, but he he kind of has it. Apparently, he has one of our channels set up, and maybe <laughs> he's been on it. I don't know what he's been doing, but you know, maybe if you log in, you you might get lucky enough to see Julio like, you know, uh, doing yoga or knitting a sweatshirt. I mean, <laughs> so call to action. Right? Why don't you go check out our Discord? <laughs> See what what fun awaits you. That reminds me of like when I was talking with Action S about their Slack channel, and they have like thirty different memes at their meme channels at this point. Man, it's like I don't know the ways that we try to stay organized as bands now. It's uh, oh, yeah, Christ, yeah. Like mm-hmm. Slack, Zoom, all this weird stuff. Oh, oh yeah. No, totally. I I have, you know, I, it's just even trying to keep passwords straight, you know, and I'm not a Satanist, but all all of my passwords have six, six, six in them. It's just the (laughs) easiest one to remember. Really? And and I I feel really bad because I'll like be typing in passwords and it's obvious, like, you know, when you're typing in keys and then all of a sudden you go to the, to the number zone and you go, and it's over the six. It's very easy to see. And I, I've, I've gotten some strange looks from, you know, uh, just, uh, passersby looking down at my, uh, my typing and, uh, you know, bosses, uh, <laughs> it's, it's been interesting, but it is really useful to have six, six, six in your passwords. <laughs> I, I do want to ask you, I mean, I want to prick your brain on this. Like what are the bands that you've yeah. seen in Seattle that are just killing it on the live stream front right now? Is there any standouts that you've seen? Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, it's it's crazy because there are so many Seattle bands that I I love. You know, I mean, one that comes to mind first is King Youngblood, and yeah. that's not because they shouted us out. I I love them <laughs> from the second. Yeah, but we'll, no, we'll I, shout I we'll them. shout out Cameron. Yeah, well while we're on the yeah, topic, yeah, totally. So that's to Cameron, that's a plug. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, I mean, I'll, I remember the first time I saw them, I was just absolutely blown away by their songwriting um, because they, they play such loud, aggressive music, but sitting on top of all of that noise is such beautiful melodies yeah. and such amazing lyrics. Yeah. And that like just blew me away the second I experienced that. Um, so they're definitely one of them. Another band, um, they, they used to be in Seattle, but they moved down to California is a band called shoddy. Yeah. Okay. They're kind of the same way where, how, they how do you really spell that by the way, real quick? It's like S H O T T Y. I didn't know there was going to be a spelling test. I know my anxiety went up. (laughs) Well, if anybody listening wants to actually look them up, I'm just saying like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) they're absolutely fantastic. Their their music is very, very aggressive, but on top, it's just the most beautiful melodies, which is my favorite. And they have awesome music videos too. Okay. It's really just a pleasure to watch. (laughs) But yeah, I think just any band that's, you know, able to do a live stream right now. I mean, it's, it's such a, weird tricky thing to kind of take something that you love but just come at it from such a different angle so i think anybody who's able to do that just right on good on them you know yeah yeah Yeah. and it takes time too i mean you know you do your first it's like shows you know you do you do the you probably do your first five or ten or twenty shows and it's like even if you've been doing it for a while (laughs) you still got to find your groove with it you know it's it's definitely different what has been interesting is when uh we finish with a song I mean, we're used to mostly booze and like a clap from our parents, maybe in the back, but it's so weird. Like we're done with something really loud and then we're kind of looking over at each other and we'll just start clapping at each other. Like, good job, Julio. You know, yeah. it's, I always start booing at them, though, because, you know, I just like to it's the only natural thing that comes. I have to give uh, props to a band called Fruit Juice on this front because they did a live stream at the High Dive. And I want to say it was their drummer that had programmed samples into his SPDS, like the electronic pad, so he could trigger like an applause, uh, you know, <laughs> crowd finale, crowd reaction. And then they had a bunch of big like cardboard cutouts, like just black cardboard cutouts of like audience members. So when you saw it from the camera <laughs> in the back, it looked like you remember the scene from like the um, the first Home Alone movie where he like gets, oh. <laughs> yeah, gets all the cutouts and he makes them look like there's like people at the house or something like. Oh. That, that's what they did so yeah and does joe pesci come running in there and trying to steal everything too <laughs> no but that would have been incredible like oh i know they need to do that you know that's just the staple of the live streams now yeah <laughs> well fruit juice if you're listening this you know yeah there's your next idea <laughs> right there they'll, they'll put it in the show contracts now cannot bring joe pesci <laughs> but i i love i love fruit juice they're they're fantastic yeah no man yeah. they just have they have such a unique sound to them as a band yeah mm-hmm. like we played with them at psych fest and I, I wasn't aware of them before that but but watching their set there and a few others i mean it's yeah it's it's hard for me to even describe it but yeah it's very different yeah. I, I mean they're another yeah. one where they this the first time i saw them they really really stood out yeah you know mm-hmm. in a big way yeah there was something about them i mean some bands i'll see have like you know individual members there's you know something that sticks in my head but fruit juice is one of those ones where it's like as a unit it's like this is this is a statement to me anyway yeah yeah, yeah. and it's yeah. it's a very family vibe i yeah. mean you can tell all those yeah. all those people are just very close to mm-hmm. each other you know and i think bands you know if you can find a way to create music that you know you can't really put much of a label to i think that's great you know that's why i love like beck so much you know because mm. he you know you listen to him someone will tell me well you know well, what kind of music does he do and i'll say i have no idea you know one album will be yeah 
like grunge and the next one's like acoustic and then the next one's like pop or whatever you know so i mean that's why i love beck so much mm-hmm. it's just like you never know what you're gonna get was that one of your influences growing up i mean where do, where does the story of um astor house or, or should i say jar uh where, <laughs> oh, where does that no. start <laughs> <laughs> for uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> well, um, maybe we shouldn't even explain jar. We could just say, Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'm sorry. Christ. Dude, just let that one just flop one, out there. <laughs> you man. Wow. You, you, you dove. You, yeah. You fucking dove. Yeah, you've <laughs> dove into places that I've totally repressed. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm still in like this, this, um, this mode in my head of like, what other things from the past can I still get rid of? You know what I mean? Like, is there anything like, is there a sticker at a venue that's under like a toilet that I missed that I can just rip off? I'm still actively trying to get rid of the past, like burn like family VHS tapes. Just, you know, I, I, I want it gone. Does it spark joy? Destroying the past? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I guess the, the inception um, of everything was, you know, Russ and I as children, you know. If we want to really go back, it started with our parents in Bellingham and probably a rickety bed in oh, Bellingham. Jesus <laughs> Make a note not to cut that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, you know, me and me and Russ would just write all these songs. Uh, I mean, you know, when we were really, really young, and uh, I think it's just literally as simple as we just kept going. Yeah, and we were lucky enough to have parents that really loved music, and we all kind of shared similar music tastes. So mm-hmm. it was kind of yeah. we had really we have really supportive parents, so it was never really much of a burden to them. So we just kind of were able to explore kind of what we wanted to do, which was great. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, who were, I'm, I'm curious just because y'all have been playing music in, in Seattle for a good minute now. I mean, how in the last 10 years have you seen this city and, and the music scene evolve for better or worse? Mm. <laughs> Literally what the only things that I do is I, I go out to a lot of shows well, I did go out to a lot of shows. <laughs> yeah. Um, and there were, you know, the, the thing that is so special is the community has remained the same. Yeah. You know, I don't know about social media and stuff. I mean, sure. I, I literally, when I'm logging on, I'm like, inbox, inbox. I go right to the inbox. I look at nothing else, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, the thing that has re- remained the same in my eyes is just everybody continues to love each other, which is fantastic. You yeah, know, every, people that I've met are, are extremely kind and that hasn't changed a bit. Thank God. Yeah. And I think, you know, as even speaking, you know, from my own experiences, you know, I, I spent as little amount of time on social media as I can. Cause it's, you know, it's not really something I wanted to do. And, yeah. you know, I've, it, it's a similar thing, you know, I could see how it could have really negative impacts. Do you have mm-hmm. the sort of mindset for it? So I, you know, I don't have an Instagram I have a Facebook. I haven't been on there in years. I don't know, but it's, it's just been nice. You know, I think it's, you know, cause I, you know, it's, I've seen it where it's can be so tricky and you can just, what, what is it? The saying comparison is the de- depletion of joy. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah. yeah. And so it's just, you know, and I think it, it's just, you know, I'm a bit more of an introvert with this sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's, it's nice to 
just kind of play music just for the sake of playing music. Right. You yeah. Know? And, and th- there was kind of this element creeping in of, of uh, affecting songwriting decisions. Like, oh, if we, if we cut this out, that means it would be played A, B, or C, right? On this, yeah. you know? Yeah. And then so uh, I, we just, I think, made a conscious effort to shut the noise out, you know? At, at least the negative noise, you know? The, um, but of course, we stay in contact with all of our friends and people in bands. And by the way, we miss them so much. We yeah. miss going to shows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if anybody is listening uh, who we know, we miss the fuck out of you. And we hope you're doing well. Um, but no, I mean, I, I think it felt kind of good to, to just turn away from that just a little bit to find a more natural space of our, of our heart and mind, I guess. Yeah. yeah. To some degree, I think when you're playing music, you know, in a band or anything, I mean, you only have so much time to follow what other people are doing, too. I mean, you're kind of off yeah. in your own world focused on what you're doing. You know, and it's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. We all got, you know, uh, busy schedules and, and a life to live, you know, yeah. so Some, sometimes I almost feel like there's this, you know, expectation on on local musicians that it's like you should be like the most plugged into the scene or something like that, too. And I'm like, I'm off playing drums all day, man. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, no. No, yeah, I, I'm yeah. I'm not a I'm not a manager or a businessman. Yeah, like yeah, I never will be. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, getting plugged in. All I have is one of those rotary rotary phones where you're just going. Yeah, yeah. I'll get on Instagram soon. Yeah. <laughs> and what do they call it? Like doom scrolling? Like oh, even God. taken out of the, the yeah. context of yeah. Yeah. the music scene. You know, every time I've ever scrolled, I never feel better. Yeah, I always feel like a piece of shit when I'm done. So. But just think about how strong your finger would be. Just uh, you have a really strong pointer finger. <laughs> and you know, the technology is designed like that too, specifically with the algorithms yep. to just like hook you and, you know, keep you like hooked, you know, raked in like that. That's why it kind of drives me nuts when everybody's just like, Oh, like you see, like, you know, you have to follow this person on Facebook or social media, this, no. that. And I'm like, I'll see him when I play a show. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> totally. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's just um It's it's hard to say. Um Yeah. But it's not it's nothing it's nothing disrespectful. You know what yeah. I mean? It's yeah. it's just like a, a a choice for for my own peace of mind, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I've even like, you know, I watched this television show called Alone, where it's that thing where they put all everybody over into like a remote area of like, you know, usually Canada or somewhere really cold. And I'll watch that show while people are, you know, fighting to stay alive and starving. And I'll just go, this is relaxing. No phones. Wow. But it's really, I, I mean, I don't know. Even just seeing people with the phones out, it, you know, it makes me tense a little bit. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah anyway, just high maintenance. I don't know. But. Sometimes you just have to like unplug, you know, and get away from it yeah. all. Cause you've, you, you've talked about that to some extent. I mean, I know you, you've done some work with hold your crown, um, you know, yeah. Cameron's mm-hmm. nonprofit, you know, which is, I mean, it's dedicated to that with, with addressing mental health issues, you know, with, for young mm-hmm. people, especially, you know, and yeah. Oh, I, yeah, I asked him about that a little bit. I mean, I remember like how much, you know, he felt like, of that was tied to technology and you know that constant pressure to be like connected in such a way versus where i feel like you know you're coming like we come from playing in bands it's almost like again like a kind of a built-in community and you know you're seeing like your 
you know, your peers and, and you're doing things together every day. It's like, I, I don't need social media. <laughs> like, I don't, you yeah. know, this, <laughs> totally. I, ha- I have like it's- a social life. Like a real social right. life. Yeah. Right. yeah, I know, right? I went to a bar last night. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, totally. Oh, yeah, I could, I could go on about how much I despise social media, but you know, unfortunately, it's it 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 goes hand in hand. Though, I mean, in other ways, it's it's great to to be able to, you know, post your your own music up and you know just kind of share it. Yeah. yeah, but that's about as far as I go is is checking in on my friends and then putting out mm-hmm. some of our stuff. You know, it, I mean, it's I find it interesting that people are able to make careers out of, you know, doing the social media stuff. I mean, more power to them if it works and they're sure. happy about it. That's great. I just we sound old as fuck. <laughs> God, I know. <laughs> Turn that shit off. Yeah, I mean, literally, milk a cow. <laughs> literally, people at work, you know. So I, you know, they're always, you know, I'll get these texts and stuff, and then we'll come in so quick, and I'm like, I can't keep up here. I'm, I miss my flip phone. I literally, I had a flip phone yeah. until like 2018, and literally getting used to the no button stuff. I was like, I, I just can't do it. This yeah. thing, oh, go God. to hell. <laughs> it went to hell it, i saw it it went to hell if people are just listening to the audio all they're gonna hear is go to hell without any context yeah, that's our landlord <laughs> <laughs> oh man well this is this is one thing that i appreciate about y'all because you know i tell people it's just like if it's urgent or something it just call me like call me like on the phone. Don't text me. Don't like I don't want to have to. Right. Pause Just give me a phone call. I don't know. Right. I'm old school. <laughs> and then the first time I reached out to to John about doing this whole thing, you know, it's like I, I reached out. You know, I gave you my contact info, and I I get a call in like a Thursday, and it's like a two oh six, like an unknown number, which not you know abnormal for me i actually get like a lot of junk calls and spam calls all the time and it'll yeah. always be like a 206 yeah. to try and disguise it um i'm not even <laughs> mad like i like to just fuck with them sometimes you know so i'll just i'll, <laughs> I'll pick up the phone and, and i did it to john anyway i was like here hello you know and he's like uh i'm calling for date i'm like who's calling please you know, he's like, yeah, this is Whoa. John from Astros. I'm like, oh, hey, what's happening, man? <laughs> that is genius, man. I know. I was like, holy hell. <laughs> it's cool when you get those those spam calls. Uh, you start trying to sell to them first. Oh yeah. Oh it's. Oh no, it's great. The best way to do it is like if you get if you get the one with like the live person or something like that. Be like, oh, hang on just a sec. Like I have to go, you know, get my card or something. You just you know, put it down. Just keep doing what you need. Yeah. To do. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely oh my god we'll get the last laugh <laughs> oh it's beautiful yeah i mean yeah, um, I, I i do want to ask you i mean we talked about some of the other bands I mean, what are the speaking of real life spots what are the venues that you all miss in seattle right now oh i mean all of them really yeah, yeah. i mean one one that um has been really amazing to us is the high dive okay mm-hmm. Um, we missed that place, uh, the Black Lab, which is where yes, yeah, uh, we just Shout did that live Lab. stream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, there's there's so many to to mention. I know. Yeah, it's and even just going to see just like you know a big show at like the Paramount or something like that. Because I remember you know this last year, I remember hearing bands like Wilco and Acubus were coming into town. And I remember yeah. hearing that and just going, man, what's going to happen here? And you know, of course, all their dates are canceled, right. and I'm just like, man, that. Think about that. You're getting ready to go on this big, you know, tour 
and just done. You know, I mean, for us, it's like, okay, yeah, I might have like a month of weekend shows for these guys. It's like, okay, we had <laughs> like three months or we're, a summer we're tour. Our, yeah. our extra $10 income this yeah. month from all the shows we <laughs> I think for Wilco to be a little more than 10 bucks, but yeah, that's more us. Our extra 10 fucking dollars. Yeah, split three ways, of course. Yeah, of course. You know, <laughs> shout out to Tim's Tavern. <laughs> <laughs> you know what the fuck I'm talking about, dude. <laughs> <laughs> hey we've all been oh, there wow. no disrespect and it's all love man it's like hey at least you gave us a place to play dude like <laughs> props to you you know wow that was loud yeah man these are good headphones dude wow when was your last show i want to say um the last show that i played with blade palace um or mm-hmm. we play or i should say we play together i'm still you know we're we're together as a band <laughs> right. Like, right um it was february 22nd at tim's tavern we were actually that was going to be that was the one that we actually played we were supposed to play one at the substation on march 12th um mm. and it was so funny because it got you know, looking back, I was really annoyed at the time, but it's like now, you know, it's like I laugh about it. I mean, it's like I literally got the call as I was loading my gear, like my drum gear oh. to go load mm-hmm. up. You know, it was like loading is at like six o'clock, you know, so it's like right. you know, three. I'd stopped working like 3 p.m. You know, I come back, pack up all my stuff. And literally as I'm loading out, you know, I like Elliot text me. It's just like, hey, like, you know, the other bands, whatever, you know, they're pulling out like they don't know if they want to do it. I'm like, right. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I was a little butthurt at the time, but it's like, you know, hindsight, it's, it's whatever. I mean, right. Yeah. Happens, just you know. a pandemic. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> I really, it was, well, it was going to be our first show with our, our, our bassist, Chris Wilkie. Cause he had just moved up here to join oh. us. He had just oh, moved to crap. town about three weeks prior and he no had kidding. two good weekends at Attaball. <laughs> you know, it's like that's it, man. You know, oh my god, that I know yeah. that the timing for so many things for a lot of our friends is just. I mean, yeah. oh, when is a good time for this? But everybody <laughs> yeah. had big plans. It seemed like, yeah. You know, well, god. even like, I mean, this is a much smaller thing, but I remember I just bought a guitar that like we got. I got to use the one our last show at you know, and yeah. I was remembering. Oh, it felt great. I was going, okay, this will be good. You know, it feels better on my wrist, and then. <laughs> you know i was going okay well one show one show i get to use it with but you know of course with the live streams it's great but you know yeah oh, oh well what can you do cry you right now let cry okay let me get in the shower and i'll start crying <laughs> should, I, should i should i draw you a bath <laughs> i haven't cried in a bath before shower oh, yes but you should try it <laughs> do you use bath salts if you cry in the shower no, it hurts oh okay okay <laughs> No, I've cried on the toilet, but not, you know, in a bath. Wow. <laughs> is this going too well, far? I'll see you later. <laughs> no, it's not. I'm letting you riff right now. This is a jam session right now. I like, it's, it's, I'm letting y'all riff on this, and I just want to see. I'm just holding. I'm, I'm laying down the foundation right now, and I'm just seeing where this goes, man. <laughs> I do have a crying question for the both of you. Yeah, yeah. So. Everybody has a very distinctive cry sound. Yeah. What is yours? Because I have this like kind of, you know, annoying kind of sputtering where I'm like, ah, ah, I'm, ah, oh, okay. Ah. Like I kind of do the inward cry. 
Yeah. <laughs> what about you? That's what's, what's, that would be that would be the sound because there's a couple different cries. You know, right? There's like laughing cry too. You know what I mean? There's right. Like, mm-hmm. You know, right. yeah. There's like laughing cry. There's like um, I'm getting my acting on right now. Cry. You know that sort of <laughs> like. Um, you know, which yeah, and then there's like like for real, like I'm fucking inconsolable, right. uncontrollable right now, like which is, I'm I'm fortunate to say is not too many times these days, but like it, it happens. If, man. if you were to act it out right now, what would that sound like, dude? You're asking me to switch a mental gear right now. That's just like <laughs> I I could if I could switch gears like that. I would commit myself at that point. I'm just saying. Man. <laughs> what about yours, man? See, I'm more of the stoic silent crier. One tier. I'm the, yeah, I'm the one tier where I, you know, it's like I'm staring off into like a meadow somewhere and then it's so beautiful and then I cry. But usually it's like, I don't know. I'm looking at the empty fridge and I start crying, you know, or I don't have enough money for There's a double cheeseburger. vegetables in here. <laughs> I have to eat all these carrots myself. <laughs> oh man <laughs> but yeah that's it's the silent one back to tears wow we went we totally did we start back. with tears we did we did we did the colostomy bag the <gasps> tear colostomy oh, bag oh that's right wow dude you took it all the way back man <laughs> <laughs> got a talent for it <laughs> well he does write the lyrics so I guess he's, he's a bit True. of a storyteller Ah. <laughs> 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 oh. I, I do want to I do want to ask you guys about one thing because one thing one thing Astor House gets right to me as a band you know it it like y'all do a lot when it comes to recordings videos and like everything I've seen from y'all is like it's definitely it's solid you know like I could present that to anybody and if you didn't like it it wouldn't be an issue of the media it would just be like oh like you know the music just isn't my thing or something like that right although well, the music you. is very good I think but uh, oh, thank, <laughs> thank you, <laughs> but, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> but I got I do wonder because it does feels like it feels like there's uh like a deliberate hesitation you know to try and take things like too big too fast and I'm kind of wondering how you walk that line between giving your music and you're already a chance to be like embraced by people other than your immediate friend circle or something versus kind of forcing yourself to do things that you're either just not interested in or that just don't feel like true to you and what you represent. You know, how do you walk that line? It's, it's, it's interesting um, because this is going back uh, several years, but we had, um, a couple situations and without going into full detail yeah. of um, being handled by um, not the most uh, hold on. I don't, I don't want it. Cause mm, yeah, yeah, this yeah, could yeah. be cut. Can it? Okay. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. Could be cut. Um, yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. Good. Because sure. there, there's a lot of, there's a lot of stories, but like you can skip the names. I'll put it that way. <laughs> totally. Yeah. 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 So, so we, <laughs> So we never really had a, a taste of success, yeah. but we were at a few times put on a road that could have maybe possibly led to success, but yeah. you know, you never know. But every time we were accidentally put on that road, it, it got really gross to us. Yeah. It, it, 
And I mean, that's not everybody's experience, but the couple times that we were kind of set up to maybe go to a different, like a, a larger audience, it, it seemed really contrived and it, it just felt gross is the word that keeps coming up t- to me, I guess. And it really didn't seem to work either. <laughs> no, you nobody know? likes it. <laughs> 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 yeah. no. it, it. It's like, it, we, we just keep throwing pieces of shit up and everyone's like, no, that, fuck that. I don't want to hear that. So it, it, it's... Art's really weird because I think everybody, you know, believes that they know what's right for the song or the artist. And, you know, it, it, I guess at the end of the day, I mean, everybody can have their opinion, but if, if a song has changed and I don't like it to me, that's, that's the end of something special we created, you know? Yeah. And I feel like we've gotten the most out of what, like the music we write just from, you know, following what we think is the right thing to do. You know, I feel like we've, tried other things and to have it not really work out, you know, where we, you know, I think we have a good sense of, you know, where to kind of push, I guess, and where not to, mm-hmm. you know? Um, mm-hmm. But of course, you know, we've, you know, screwed up on things as well. So it's a lot of it just, you know, just kind of trial and error too, you yeah. know, but. And yeah. it's just such a, such a joy to do it, you know? So we try not to ask too much from it. Because I think that initial joy of creating a song or playing a show, it really does satisfy us. You know, the, the second there's a, a feeling of, of, of a climb starting, we get really turned off pretty quick. We're yeah. pretty lazy. We're <laughs> and no yeah. climbing. Yeah. We're in the lawn chair at the base of the mountain and we're okay. <laughs> yeah. But, but, you know, and, and, and it's kind of one of those things too, where it's like, you know, we've been putting out music for, for a long time and, you know, some people like it. A lot of people don't care for it. Some people hate it, right? So it's like, <laughs> yeah. what what else is there really to do? We're just having fun. Fuck it. <laughs> it's it's so fun. Yeah, sometimes you look at what people do embrace too, and you're just like, all right, I am totally not that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally. yeah, I mean, it's, it's just... Uh, it's it's interesting. Art is so interesting because I think we also take it very personally. Like sure. if, if somebody doesn't doesn't like something and... You know, I think that's kind of part of the the notion of us turning the noise off just a little bit where we can just actually focus on having the best time possible rather than having the the greatest results possible. Mm-hmm. And I, I think our hearts are happier for that. Yeah. I always, I've always like a lot of the musicians that I love, like Neil Young being a big one, you know, I, I always loved that he was always just saying, hey, I'm, this is what I'm going to do. And a lot of people might hate this, but it's just what I'm going to do. And I always really respected that even, you know, as to the point where this is one of my favorite stories, he was putting out records and his, uh, his record company sued him because they thought he was just putting out really, really crappy albums and, uh, (laughs) on purpose, on purpose. Yeah. And so the, uh, the next album, he, the next album he put out had the song rockin' and free world in it, which is one of his, you know, biggest songs. And the album was called freedom as in like probably freedom from his record label because they dropped him and sued him. And so I always just love that, you know, it's just, uh, you know, it's just, it's just for the music, you know, nothing else. And and there's also <laughs> yeah. such a difference in the modern world. I think with, I was talking with a little bit with um, Cameron from King Youngblood about this too, but the difference between like art versus content, which, you know, it's like, okay, you, you know, we pour our hearts and our souls into like this record that we spend all this time on. But because the tech world doesn't really understand the difference between art and content, it's like you post it in a Facebook thing. And it's like, well, that's that's a post. That's content, you know, but it's like you could achieve that same result with a dumb meme, you know, that would have taken you like 
three seconds you could have stolen from somebody else. You know? Right. No, totally. Yeah. yeah. Somebody uploads a, a, a video of a cat eating a sandwich and it goes, you know, genius, views, genius, right? genius. So That's it. Like, what, value is so yeah. skewed, you know, I don't know. Yeah. It, yeah. It's like, yeah. So it's, it's like almost surviving as a band or an artist, like in the modern age. And that way is kind of like drawing that line between like, okay, like my art's over here. That's going to come out when it comes out and it will be presented, you know, however we want to present right. that. Now, in the meantime, right. for all of you that are at home and lonely and on social media, <laughs> doom scrolling, here's some content for you, courtesy right. of, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I always have this this feeling of dread before I post anything anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Do you ever have that where you have to like advertise a show and before you press post, you're like, I shouldn't do this. And then, <laughs> and then no, goes, I. I always have that feeling because the problem is like you're going to post it and the algorithms are going to knock it down anyway because it's an ad and nobody wants to see that crap in their feed because it's not entertaining, you know, and it's like, so the results are exactly the same as when I just like text 60 people or whoever and I was just like, hey man, you know, you're coming out to the show tonight and it's like, all right, you know. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's, I've always, I've always felt sick to my stomach before I press that post. Always. Yeah. (laughs) So anytime yeah. you see a post from us, just know that the second before it went up, I was in turmoil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, so that's that's pretty much it. But unfortunately, it's like in order to satisfy the social media companies, they have to keep pushing this narrative on musicians. It's like you're not producing enough content. You need to produce more content. We really need more content from you. Yeah, if you could just yeah. give us some content, that'd be great. <laughs> Settle down, Zuckerberg. <laughs> Do you really give a shit about Astro House? <laughs> if nobody else in the world does, you certainly fucking don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh man but but this is like like this is a path i feel like a lot of um you know musicians do struggle with with putting themselves out in the modern age because it's like we do yeah. live in this kind of culture that's like very like all or nothing like you either have to dedicate your life to this pursuit and and make a mega success out of it and and have lots of content you know <laughs> or you know <laughs> Or it's like, you just shouldn't do it because or else what's the point? And this is something that's like only people that are in bands and that play music can appreciate. It's like, you know, we're not necessarily all the richer for doing what we do, but it's like we're rich in life for it, you know? Oh, totally. And it's like, I mean, oh, sorry. Uh, Yeah. No, that was my profound thought. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I mean, I, I've I've heard of uh, you know bands going on these massive tours and and coming back owing money. Yeah, you know, oh, what absolutely. I mean? mm-hmm. Yeah, ma- so people it, people forget that like making a million dollars doesn't mean anything if you spent two million to make it. Like, yeah. right? <laughs> totally. I, I always think of the 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 artists who are successful now usually have like a line of perfume coming out with their record. You know what I mean? It's, it's, like, it's like, what are you supposed to do anymore? What are you wearing? Oh, scent of Bob Dylan. <laughs> no, Bob Dylan has the whiskey company, remember? Or he did that a couple oh, of years that's ago. That's right. I'm just saying. I forgot about that. Spotify ain't paying them bills, bro. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I, I have no idea. That, that, that's why yeah. I, I think that what we do is we take a song at a time 
and really pour everything we can into that song and then take a show at a time and pour what we can into the show and then the rest is just noise and fodder you know and and you do what you do and it's beautiful and you have fun at it and if you get nothing else out of it you got that <laughs> you know totally yeah it's it's all about that that good feeling inside you know yeah you know that's it Absolutely. so yeah on on that note i mean i want to thank you all again for taking this time to to chat this evening um and we'll come back here in just a minute is there is there anything else you want to add before we wrap up this first segment here uh just no (laughs) (laughs) absolutely not (laughs) all right everybody we'll be back in just a minute here all right (laughs) Bye. <laughs> to me. Death to the abusers to blame their fathers. Death to me. And death to the boombox stars. Death to me. And death to the feasting zillions. Death to me. And death to the name dropping vampires. 
That's the first of our two featured tracks from Astor House, and that song is called Massive Soul Overhaul. You could check out that song on Spotify, and if you want to support Astor House, definitely purchase that song on Bandcamp. We're going to be back here with Astor House in just a minute. I'm having the time of my life talking to these dudes. Before that, we're going to check out one more song from the Soul vs. Skin release, and this album just came out this year. This song is called October. It's a Raise On Rhythm podcast. It's always October where I'm from. Forever. And every rocket ship my son dreamed of. Just breaks along the way to the moon And as a scotch tape vessel crashed downward My sunglassy eyes asked me Why, why, daddy
And here we are again. <laughs> Ready for the encore, anyone? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're back, man. Um, I don't want to beat this horse too much. I mean, but but like to me, it's like like all kinds of Satan. To me, that's art. The basketball day video that y'all made with all kinds of Satan, the one that was like, that's content. Oh, yeah. That's quality content. <laughs> well, th- thank you. You're very welcome. As you could tell, we're very athletic. And we're budding YouTube stars. <laughs> yeah. The Sonics hit us up and they said, we would like you to be examples for how not to play basketball. <laughs> I, th- I thought you were going to joke and say like you were the whole reason they decided to bring the team back to Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> Legally, uh, per my contract, I can't tell you that. Oh, but you can okay. guess. Oh, yeah. you, you have an NDA or whatever. Ooh, you're not supposed to talk about that. Ooh. <laughs> uh, love to talk more about it, but you know, we're still in talks. You know, talking about stuff, you know, (laughs) the only thing I mean, I kind of have to laugh of it. But when it's like, you know, somebody I I know this is like going down a weird legal hole, man. But when it's like, you know, there'll be an NDA in the contract, but we're only talking about like a hundred bucks or something like that. And it's like, (laughs) do do we right? Is this really necessary? (laughs) I'll burn the hundred bucks right in front of you. (laughs) (laughs) Are we really giving away any trade secrets here? You know, or something. <laughs> I know it's oh my god. Oh man. Uh, is it um I I have to ask is it true that Russ can do a perfect cartwheel in fact? <laughs> uh you know legally I can't I can't say. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, there's a 100 bucks at stake. Ooh, you keep your yeah, fucking okay. mouth shut over there. No. But uh you know what it is 100% yeah. <laughs> it is 100% sort of true that yes, I can do almost a perfect cartwheel. But there's a catch to it though. I will only do it in the lobbies of really nice hotels. Okay. That I'm currently not staying at actually. There was a I used to there was a hotel that's, that's in, in uh, that's Redmond. in paragraph 7, right? Oh yes, okay. yes. Paragraph seven, yeah. sub paragraph twelve. Yes, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I used to do this thing. Uh, we used to uh, go into this hotel. What was it in Redmond? The uh, Marriott. Marriott, and uh, you know, we just walk in there. Actually, this is even Marriott before is, we were playing. Marriott with is who yeah. I get the junk phone calls from. <laughs> Can you do a car? <laughs> Thank you for choosing Marriott Rewards. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I would literally just go there to do cartwheels. And so whenever everybody will ask me, do a cartwheel and say, hey, get me to Marriott. That's what's going to have to happen. (laughs) But it's it's the really only place. (laughs) It's true, though. It's very, very true. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, I guess I have told people you can do a cartwheel. It's it's a legend. Content. You posted it on Facebook. (laughs) Yes, that's where I got it from. Yeah. People love cartwheel content. They just eat it up. They love it. I'll do a cartwheel on TikTok. By the way, here's a and new record dreams. that we spent like the last eight months on, dude. You know? yeah, but you don't care about that. No. You want to see him a cartwheel out of open window, right? Fuckers. Oh my god. <laughs> Could you do a, a perfect cartwheel? 
No, hell no. In fact, the first oh. time I was like, this was in my first, God, what was it? My parents signed me up for like a karate class when I was like five. And and yeah. there were other kids in the class that could do like, that was like the bragging, that was like the bragging rights. That's all you had when you were five years old is like, I can do a perfect <laughs> cartwheel. All right. Yeah. Cool. I can. Like, <laughs> shit. <laughs> I'm going to die poor and lonely. <laughs> <laughs> all because of that goddamn cartwheel pretty <laughs> much man. bill gates does a hell of a cartwheel <laughs> oh man you know yeah this cartwheel is is 13 times 13 billion times better than your cartwheel <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i'm donating these cartwheels to charity <laughs> <laughs> he's not all bad you know <laughs> Oh man, that's, I have the best mental image right now. I'm so yeah, sorry. Me too. Bill Gates just doing cartwheels for a cause. <laughs> um, shout out to Bill oh. Gates if you're listening. You yeah. know, like, uh, yeah. give the people what they want, man. <laughs> it might make the conspiracy theories go away. I'm just saying. You know? <laughs> He's always down at Jimboree practicing. <laughs> He can't be evil. That's a perfect cartwheel. <laughs> oh, holy <Whoa>. shit. <laughs> oh, These podcasts are so Fuck. therapeutic, man. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. I feel really good. I feel really good, especially after like working and like, yeah. oh man, I needed this like a guttural laugh. Yeah. Now. See, there's not a lot of chances that you get to talk about colostomy bags for your tears and Bill Gates. So this is great. <laughs> in, the, in the same hour. Yeah. That's that's my goal with this stuff. You know, we got we to gotta just make it a roller coaster, man. Just, you know, we hit all kinds of stuff, man, and, and go for it. Man. I always have to ask when... Um, what have other people talked about in the in the encore section? Because I, I'm always like, should we be more serious or should we just talk about Bill Gates cartwheeling on i five? Listen, the, this is the encore segment. It's oh, that's like, right. That's what I'm saying. It's like this is you know we covered all the who, what, where, when in the first right. you know, twenty thirty minutes. Now this yeah. is like now we're at the why. All, all you all you plebes that just came to hear the radio hits. All right, get the fuck out. Now this is the time. Where it's like this is the real Astro yeah. House people. Yeah, right this is here. the Revolution Nine part yeah. of this. Yes, <laughs> exactly. This ain't let it be. This is Revolution Nine. <laughs> so fuck you, know, you. <laughs> i i do i do want to um you know i do want to ask about this speaking while we're on the topic of cheap content um every uh, every time a local news station tries to cover like a local band and listen like because i saw like you all were on q13 and i think like that if i remember right oh yeah it's just There's like a story behind that oh really i i want to hear this Oh, <laughs> no, sorry. Keep going. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm just saying it's like, listen, like I'm always grateful, you know, for any, any band, you know, to get the exposure and, and get out there to an audience and stuff. But it's such a struggle for me having to watch like a, a professional news anchor in like a suit and tie, you know, like fitted everything, you know, just try to be rock and roll for like five seconds of their day. You know, and it's just like, as soon as we're done with this, we're going to go back to talk about like gardening or, you know, whatever the fuck. <laughs> Was it gardening with Cisco? Is that is that it? 
<laughs> listen, listen, I can't, I can't talk too much shit because it's like if I tried to do like the local newscast, you know, or something like that, it's like, um, hey, oh. everybody, the world's ending. So fuck it. Peace. <laughs> yeah. yeah if, if I was a newscaster, I'd have to do it in a diaper because as soon oh, as the God. red lights roll in, I, my pants would be filled. Oh, really? God, I filled my pants when they were filming me. <laughs> so what what happened was so so we did a benefit show okay. actually with King Youngblood. They were at Gypsy Temple at the time. And um, so we did this show, but I had no idea that anyone was going to come cover it. Like we just just put on the show and then all of a sudden this camera walks in. And (laughs) so what had happened was so I was kind of putting everything together. And uh, as you can probably guess, I am not very good at organizing anything. (laughs) And so like all these things were going wrong, like people were late and I had to set up like 50,000 different things. And so I was really stressed and like people were stressed out at me going like, well, where's this? Where's that? And, you know, so what had happened was, so then the news camera comes in and I'm flustered and he pretty much says, stand there and turn <laughs> turns the camera on. And so the shot of me on the news is me like trying not to have a panic attack. <laughs> and then what was so, yeah. And so what was so funny about that too was, um, I mean, God, the guy was so nice. I mean, bless his yeah, heart. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I, I was like stammering and stuttering. And then when we were done with it, I jokingly, I said, hopefully you have enough to use or I, I said like hopefully you have a way of editing that together and he said yeah i'm gonna try the best i can <laughs> but he was so nice i love that guy but i was like yeah like yeah. you caught you me with my pants down in a, in a knee-jerk reaction you talked to him like he was in the control room of a recording studio <laughs> you got what you need can you work with that yeah. all right no, totally. fuck it i'm gonna go yeah. get a beer man <laughs> yeah. put some auto-tune on that <laughs> yeah, no. you know it was really cool though because we had uh adam mcgurkey from q13 kind of host that and he's yeah. got he's really really cool and yeah. he did the uh radio stuff right i'm, I'm trying to remember okay god because that feels like ages ago now yeah i think then. he used to be a, a dj i mean i maybe it was ksw or something like yeah, that. yeah something like that yeah but no it was it was really cool because yeah he hosted the event and yeah but it was, it was really but yeah having the shoe on the other foot doing new stuff i would Man, I would lose so much weight because I'd just be vomiting before I get in front <laughs> of the camera, really. Maybe I should do that. I need to lose a couple of pounds. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just make sure King 5 and Cairo 7. Come on in. Go gain a couple pounds this week. <laughs> but I was so nervous uh, that I said the word glommed. Okay. Like and, and the phrase was every you're like, I remember. <laughs> I said everybody glommed on to the idea. What? <laughs> Why would anyone say that ever, let alone on the news? <laughs> so, like, people were pointing out, why did you say glommed on? Like, who says that? <laughs> You're on the news saying like a freaking idiot. So. <laughs> one thing, um, one thing I did want to ask you about. I mean, I know you got into making merch for Animal Crossing at one point. I mean, did yet did any of you all actually play Animal Crossing during the quarantine? I didn't even know that. That was Julio. Yeah, probably. that's got to be okay. Julio because right. I think Not he's bad, really into that because he's stuff. not here tonight. So all right, well, <laughs> shoot, there he is. <laughs> yeah, he, he he did make something with with Animal Crossing, but I I uh, yeah, I really know nothing about Animal Crossing, but I remember hearing so much about it when everybody started doing it. So yeah, 
it no, it was definitely. I mean, it was a it was massive in like March, April, like you know, quarantine part one. But I, I, I guess <laughs> this this problem. I actually wasn't even going to talk about this, but this illustrates to me the problem with bands and social media, where it's like, because okay, because me just doing like my quickie research or something like that, I see that topic. You know, or or I saw that post and I was like, oh, you know, Animal Crossing or something like that. I have no clue who in the band actually posted that or if that person is supposed to speak for the whole band, which obviously in this case, probably not. (laughs) I know. I'll bet my dad has done updates. I don't even know. (laughs) <laughs> who needs a flow be cut no. this is like the great problem with like bands and social media that it's like part of what i'm trying to remedy with this is like you know because it's sort of it it favors you know solo artists and people who can just make decisions like that kind of on the fly whereas like so many bands try to do like social media by committee and it's just like oh god you know oh, it's like christ it's, i know yeah oh, it's like god. do we really Sorry, hot air hot air yeah. hold on <laughs> <laughs> be sure to put this in i will i'm not gonna sorry, g- I, I got a hot ear i'm not gonna take that <laughs> anyway, sorry i'm back no yeah it's it's cool man but, but like the idea that you know oh my god it's like do we really have to have a whole group text for the entire day just to decide like what facebook status you know we're gonna post it's like somebody <laughs> oh, we either delegate this or just like there's, there's got to be a better way to do this man <laughs> oh is that is that how you guys kind of handle that no like we you know we've we've gone about it in different ways and we've definitely definitely like delegate i mean i think that's kind of why i'm curious to talk about it because i think like every band sort of has like their own way that they go about that or or some bands are more like like one singer songwriter kind of who like maybe handles kind of that anyway um yeah like everybody just has we're hoping to get microsoft sam to kind of just run our page here so every time you turn it on it just microsoft go listen to astor house that would actually be amazing. Oh, I, that would be. Incredible. I would. I would actually use social media if it was run by Microsoft. Sam, I miss that thing so much. Oh my god! If you could just program your brain algorithms of the whole band collectively into your social media, and I mean, it would put a lot of social media managers out of work. So I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. You know, maybe I don't there, know. There would there there would be some disgusting, weird. I mean, if we all programmed our brains into one huge gelatinous thing, I think there'd be lawsuits. There'd be jail. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. All you people at Spotify and Facebook, like you should be thanking God we're putting out records and not like our actual thoughts on social media. Oh god. Oh my god. I yeah, no one gets to come inside here. Nobody. Not even me sometimes. No one. <laughs> oh man. It's it's oh, the reason bad. it's the reason why we um and you know, it's the reason why we do this stuff, man. I I you know, Bringing people like kind of into that world too, like I, you know, I'm curious about that too because you had like this, uh, the video for Sweet Fragile World, um, that was directed, like, yeah, attention. I'm curious, like, when you find collaborators, um, like to work on stuff like that, whether it's albums or like videos and stuff, you almost have to kind of make them like a, a fourth member in this case, like of the, of the band. I mean, what's that thought process like for y'all? Yeah. You know, I mean, I think we've been really lucky with especially making videos and stuff where we kind of will spew out an idea and people just say, okay, we'll um, make, we'll see what we can do to make it work, you yeah. know? So it's, it's been, it's been a lot of fun. I mean, working with Tenshi was really cool because we'd have 
something like, hey, we want to fill this room with a bunch of twigs and branches and stuff. He said, okay, you know, <laughs> where, yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely, you know, we've been just really lucky in that sort of aspect. Mm. Yeah. But, you know, it's definitely, we, I mean, yeah, we, we always kind of have weird ideas for videos and stuff, you know, it's kind of trying to get that stuff kind of out on paper, or even to get that to work. It could be really tricky sometimes yeah. though. Yeah. I think we've been lucky to, to work with um, some people who I would classify as kind of adventurous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where like the, the um, we worked with uh, Julian Anderson who did our, our last record. And so we kind of just came in there and he really, uh, I guess, works from inspiration to yeah. where we would mess something up and he'd be like, no, wait a minute, let's see if we can dive into that. Yeah. And and so he'd add, he'd add this really cool thing. And, you know, yeah, he, what were we doing? We were like clogging on the ground. We like were wearing heavy shoes and clog- like it's it's kind of one of those things where it's like, yeah, if you listen really closely, there's a clogging track. But, it's like but, way um, in the know, back he, with he some just, reverb or something like that, you know, like yeah. the EQ scooped out or something, you know, it's like, yeah, player four. Might, <laughs> yeah. if you listen really close, you can hear a 12 minute tap dance after the record's over. Yeah. It's, it's way in the background, and but every- you can Everyone thinks it's a guitar solo, but it's actually a thousand kids in clogs, but we made it sound like a guitar, <laughs> but he, he just, uh, I mean, it's almost like we'd kind of go in there and, and he was adventurous in the way of there wasn't really much of a game plan. Like there was yeah. a rough outline and then everything was just kind of thrown against the wall and we could, we could kind of see what stuck and what, you know, fell off in a heap, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It always, <laughs> I mean, it always comes out to me again like with that stuff and with your records i mean astro house to me has like a sort of sixth sense for how to just take you know even simple mediums and simple ideas and just pour a lot of like emotion and feeling into it you know that's at least how it comes across to me um thank you so yeah that's but that's always like a curious process to me too for for bands because it's like people it is, you know, you can definitely hire people to do that stuff and just kind of, you know, blank, you know, pull them in and just treat it like it's a a regular job. But it's really not. I mean, they really like to get a vision, right. you know, between everybody. I think we sort of talked about that a little bit earlier where you talked about, you know, trying to do stuff to, you know, maybe get yourself to a broader audience and having it, you know, kind of come out kind of meh you know right. because it's like there's yeah. there's yeah. like the business side idea of what you know of like this will work and the only reason they think that'll work is because that's what worked for like you know the three artists they signed before you or something like that and it's like right yeah they they want a quick formula to things where it's like as as bands and as you know as musicians sometimes like we're just throwing this shit against the wall you know to right. start <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> it's such a weird relationship because like you know i think artists at their core have one way about going about art and then but they have to somehow marry with this idea of of a business and it, it's a weird yeah dis, disconnected relationship that's always kind of made me and russ i think uncomfortable yeah mm-hmm. it just seems so kind of intuitive yeah to at least some degree i think that you know if if art if art were if art were automatable in that way, you know, to where it could be that predictable, I mean, why would you need human beings to even do it at that point? And I mean, that's like going into the future. That is something I am kind of concerned with in that way. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> you know, it's like if, if we really wanted to like optimize for, for market variables here, like I'm talking so investor like right now, you know, it's like, you know what I mean? It's like, See why do you, yeah, why do we even bother with human beings? But you know, again, there's all these other beautiful reasons that we do and that we do it. Right. You know, yeah. right. Man. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. 
It's it's a really interesting relationship in that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just nuts, you know? Yeah. And then <laughs> when, you know, somebody... Uh, no, that thought went away. Quick. <laughs> wow. You can always pontificate. Sorry. You know, hey, listen, when this whole thing is over, we'll be back in like, you know, six months. Y'all come back. You know, we'll, we'll talk again. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, maybe we could even do totally. one in real life you know oh like we could right, actually know. have on. conversations yeah. with people again like that would be amazing <laughs> <laughs> got my fingers crossed on that one there yeah damn we could just oh, like yeah. show up and talk and there's not going to be like 15 minutes of technical fuckery <laughs> oh my god <laughs> we can just... i think that should have been its own podcast like, you're like okay turn the computer on yeah on on button turn the computer on (laughs) okay now take that cord put it in there okay now unplug that and put it over there take these lights and put it over there (laughs) i i could totally put that out and just call it high art you know (laughs) sorry this isn't uh this isn't content as you would think of it this uh this sound of the computers being put together is is this is high art that must be appreciated. Yeah, this is a very avant-garde part podcast. <laughs> is this mic on? <laughs> is it on? What if I were to lick my lip? Genius, genius, genius. You were already spitting into the cup earlier, though. That's right. <laughs> wow. What a great podcast this will be. <laughs> Shout out to the International Noise Conference. Rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy oh my god man i'm just i don't know if you can tell i'm just sweating here i turned the heat up to like 98 degrees in here well i'll tell you what we don't have to we don't have to go too much longer but i do i do want to pontificate on one more thing here with y'all real quick before we wrap this up why is it that when you're in the middle of nowhere in any town like america i don't care where you're traveling to there's you can always count on arby's It's like an equivalent to an outhouse. You need to do it. Like, if you're in a fucking pinch. <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's why I don't eat at Arby's that much because I'm so I have such a uh, uh, anxiety to poop in a different like I, I'm a home I'm a home bulb person really. I need my home bowl. And home if bowl. I if I you know if I take a crap in somebody else's toilet, there's a good chance there'll be just blood everywhere just from the sheer fear of everybody listening in they, so they may have merged with honey buckets so where it's like where's the nearest bathroom and it's like it's if there's a bathroom you can use the bathroom but oh my god it's i'm also in an arby so i might as well get some shitty food so it's like i'm just thinking like you know how they have like the combination pizza hut taco bell so you have like the combination yeah, or like the a and w kfc whenever i'm in there i'm like dude i need to confess to something <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they always have the confessionals over there, you know. Bless me, Father Fiveson. What have you done? I came here. No, I, I'm in. I'm in here, <laughs> sir. I just, I just uh, want a personal pan pizza, man. <laughs> <laughs> Say ten, ten Hail Marys, yeah. and you'll get yours. <laughs> I work two jobs, uh, man. <laughs> right next to each other i got a family yeah i wonder when they're going to start combining churches with mcdonald's i can't wait we did we just did a bang bang for thanks like the night before thanksgiving a few nights ago and we were all here and we did um uh this was like of course the night before thanksgiving so we pre-game uh what was it um (laughs) dominoes uh and um 
Ballard Mandarin, like Chinese food. Shout out to Ballard Mandarin, local business. Boredom. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> man, dude, have you pooped since then yet? Oh, my God. We got that and then you know, Thanksgiving. Man, it, was, it was a week. Last weekend, I'm, right, I'm writing last weekend off, man. It, you know, it was what <laughs> yeah, it was. didn't happen. It's, <laughs> it's Thanksgiving. It's America. You know, I've. I've right. Whatever. I'm, I'm back, <laughs> Nothing matters. Yeah, I'm back to my normal, like, uh, I was going to say, did y'all do anything for Thanksgiving? Like, uh. I looked at him for a while. <laughs> yeah, I, I caught sight of myself in the mirror and I got really upset. So that's about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm like, God, do do we have to be filmed for this podcast? <laughs> it's like the day after Thanksgiving. <laughs> you know, black is uh, black is a very slimming color. I'll say, right, you yeah. know, and I, got, uh, sure, I, take I have my lighting accordingly, but, uh, you know, I got, I got my gut down. <laughs> yeah, that's why I didn't that. shave for this. I had to hide all my chins, really. I was like, no, no, no. Comb over, comb over. <laughs> yeah. We should have had the laptop at the Instagram angle. Hi. And, and people wonder why, like, you know, because when I was first doing this podcast a few months ago, they're like, oh, are you going to do video for it? Are you going to do video for it? And I'm like, no, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> Not particularly. That's like. Oh, my God. You know, we are so the opposite. We're like, is this just going to be audio? <laughs> <laughs> I, I tried to get away from it for the longest time. And then it's just oh, like, I don't know. I started. I mean, you know, some of the videos were fun. But before that, I was just like I was taking a picture, you know, of like each of us in the room. And just like I would do a, a, a video project where I'd take the audio and I would just switch the picture depending on who was speaking at any given moment, which still took me like hours to assemble and was just so like, oh my God. you know, I mean, I was doing the best. I was doing the best I could, man. You know, I am only one man. I've got no place else to go. Much, man. I've got no shows to play, man. My gigs have been canceled for like a year now. Like, Give me something, something. Anything. I'll even move the photos, please. Pretty much. Yeah. Give me anything to work on right now, bro. Like I'm just trying to stay fresh, I'll man. I'm just trying to stay oh fresh. So when these when these shows do come back, man, we can just you know we can all just hit the ground. Running, man, totally. you know, staying, totally. you know, yeah, keep riding, you, keep. You know what's going to be funny is when the shows uh, begin again, there will be a month where like, oh, this is great. But after that month, we're going to start going, oh, this is, uh, you know, just, nobody's here in the shows. And it's, oh, yeah. No. Got to get here so early. No. I was I was talking about this with um, with Alan from the Heavy Sunnies. Just like, no, you're going to be grateful that those six people showed up. And I'm like, you are goddamn right. No, totally. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Yeah. I, I mean, I'll, I'll play. There was actually, <laughs> there was one time we played at a, a house party <laughs> and oh, yeah. everybody hated us. So everyone left. We played to a fish tank. <laughs> <laughs> and the fish died. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh no. <laughs> Damn. That's, that was probably one of the greatest shows we ever played. Those yeah. fish. <laughs> I remember we were playing, but we still played the whole set. <laughs> Why? I don't know. It's some sick, sick joke on the fish. Actually, we shouldn't have done that. What's that? We shouldn't have played the whole show. Those fish don't tap the glass. Ooh. Mm. Uh oh. Oh well. Just remove that memory. Oh. <laughs> the past is dead. We can't do anything about it. <laughs> well, anyway, it's been fun. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's no sense in looking backward man because we got so much to look forward to right now all yep. right, oh, yeah. so, all right everybody astor house thank you again 
Rock on, man. <laughs> Thank you so yeah, much. Dude, it's this been a lot awesome. of fun. <laughs> this has been another edition of the Raised on Rhythm podcast. If you like this podcast, you can follow Raised on Rhythm on Spotify. I also just launched a brand new YouTube channel, ROR Clips. This channel includes video from today's episode. It also includes outtakes from some of our other episodes. So search ROR Clips on YouTube and subscribe. Again, I just launched this channel. I'm Nate Lewis. You can follow me on Instagram at Raised on Rhythm. You can also follow me on Twitter at Raised on Rhythm. Most important, you can support the bands featured on this podcast by buying their music direct on Bandcamp. So definitely, definitely check out those bands, support the music, support these bands making music out here. I also just recently launched a Spotify playlist with most of the music that we featured on this podcast. You can find that on Spotify by searching Raised on Rhythm, the soundtrack. That's the name of our companion playlist. And again, that features most of the bands in the Raised on Rhythm podcast that we've had on. Again, you know, it's really paramount that we give as much support as we we can to these bands through these times until we get live music back and beyond that too man because that's really why i started this podcast um to really try and give a platform back to bands that lost their voice when covid took away live music from us and we all kind of look forward to the day when that's coming back so in the meantime Again, support these bands as much as you can, and we'll see you all when we get back. Thanks for listening.